Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everyone, it's James Vagley here. Welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. And uh, as always, I've got Ash Playstead, the man in black. I'm always in black, most likely too. But like, if you, you guys can't probably see this, I'm in black. Ash is black. So how are you, Ash, in black? Well, I'm very, very good, James. And look, you know, it's a rule of living in Victoria and particularly Melbourne that I'll actually lose my citizenship if I don't wear black at least 50% of the time. So, you know, I'm in black as required by law here in Victoria. It is. It is definitely a requirement. Uh, Listeners, hope you you are good too. Uh, Today, episode 162 is called Win the Client Presentation. And uh, this is actually based on a... Uh, what we call an execution plan that we put together for our members uh, a while ago. And we wanted to sort of share the basics of this with you because it's really important uh, that most brokers don't understand or do this. And we wanted to sort of share with you the power of this. Now, why do we want to talk about win the client presentation? Um, Because mortgage brokers need to learn how to win the client without talking about rates and lenders and fees and all of that stuff you've been taught to do. That's the wrong way of approaching a conversation. That puts you and makes you a commodity that can be bargained and you know played off against other brokers and banks and all that sort of stuff with. And you don't want to play that game whatsoever. So you know why we need to do this, pretty straightforward. We want to separate you from the competition and you want to convert the most number of opportunities into deals. Pretty straightforward, Ash. Like we're not looking to work for free. And uh, this is the way to start doing that. And it's applicable in probably two uh, ways, I reckon, James, is, you know, if you're uh, listening to this episode right now and you're newish to broking, this is super duper valuable for you personally, right? But also, if you are running a mortgage broking business with other salespeople or you're wanting to bring other brokers on, this is a really important training tool um, to form part of how you onboard and train new brokers into your business to make sure everybody is following the same best practice with client presentation. So either or, it's very applicable. Definitely. It's very applicable to everyone at every level because the old, hi, Mr. Customer, what are you looking to do? Great. Give me your information. I'll send you my fact find and I'll come up with a strategy, loan strategy. That's like the wrong way of doing it. That's how 99.9% of brokers work. <clears throat> Win the client presentation is about winning the client and them choosing you as their broker before you've even talked about lenders and rates and fees, which is what every broker thinks uh, that they win the business by. So what we're going to do is essentially strategically position you as an expert and leader of their finances. This process will dismiss the competition. It will reposition how you work and it will get that person to 
look at you and go, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Finally, somebody has actually stepped up and given me what I want. Yeah, I mean, Ash, we could talk for hours about how most people don't actually want the cheapest rate and that they're silently begging to be looked after and led. We talk about that maybe as part of this. But <clears throat> so what we're going to do, position you as the expert. Um, we're going to remove any risk of retention teams trying to retain that client because we know that's going to happen. And most importantly, given brokers mostly work on commission, uh, those that work with us, a number obviously charge fees, but we're going to get a commitment before you do the work. We don't want brokers, you guys, our listeners working for free. So we're going to get a level of a commitment from your prospects before you do any work. This is all possible. Um, there's four steps to it. We're going to outline them a little bit. We'll talk about the Ash, the questioning, the standard, the expert, the commitment. Uh, but before we get into that, Ash, you know, um, do you have anything you want to sort of kick things off with before we get into the steps and the how? Well, look, it may be a bit of a motherhood statement. Look, um, I, I know for me personally, when I adopted this sort of process, my, my conversion rate went to and stayed at 100% for a long time. This really makes you impervious to competition, uh, impervious to uh, product-based discussions. Um, and there's a, a bit of science to it, right? Um, and I, I liken it in many ways to why no matter what technology brings, no matter what AI brings, no matter what other things happen, is because getting a mortgage is still considered complex, stressful, and largely unknown by the majority of people, right, is that's very, very important that the person who they deal with, they perceive as an expert um, who knows how to perform heart surgery, if you want to put that heart surgeon. Like the heart surgeon doesn't do all the other stuff. The heart surgeon can stick the knife in and save your life, right? And that's mm -hmm. really important that your prospects see that from you right up front, right from the start, with the questions you ask, so <laughs> that the decisions are already made right at the start, you know, before you even get anywhere near to talking about, um, you know, the other bits and pieces of the process. So let's, let's jump into the questioning, Jones. Yeah, well, that's the first bit is is the questioning. Like, how do we instantly get the customer to see us as the heart surgeon? Now, if you dive straight into basics like product and fees and all those sort of basic questions, you, that's that's admin based stuff. That's the stuff that anybody could come in post surgery and stick a band aid on. <clears throat> Ask the questions, take the blood pressure. Basics. Don't lead with the basics. You want to lead with what we call the questioning. And essentially what this is, there's a number of ways to do it. We're not going to go through the exact scripting and the exact questions. We'll give you some basic examples. Um, this is a member-only resource. But essentially the concept of the questioning is to ask smart questions that because you've asked the question of the customer, immediately put you in a position of power and authority. Um, Ash, you could probably explain this better than me. There are certain types of questions you can ask and the fact that you are asking them and the fact that the customer doesn't know the answer, logically and psychology, psychologically, I'm scratching for words, uh, mean that the customer puts that expert status back onto you. Maybe you can explain yeah. 
uh, the concept behind this, so we can give a couple of quick examples as to some questions you can ask early on. Yeah, sure. It's a really, really important piece of the puzzle because you know the majority of people come into the mortgage broker process with a belief, sensitised perhaps through the media and marketing and general knowledge that, okay, the mortgage broker's job is to get me the best deal. That's what they perceive, mostly. So, okay, so how do we go about neutralising that? Well, not just neutralising it, actually turning it completely around and killing it stone dead, right? And that's led by putting the client in the right way into a position where it's obvious they don't know what they're talking about and you do, right? And now how do you do that, right, without embarrassing the customer and making it clear that they're, ask they're asking you the wrong question? So one of the ways that, as an example, James, might be, you know, when a client sits down and, you know, they've got all their research about all the competition they've spoken to and et cetera, et cetera, and you ask them, well, what are you looking for in a loan? Because obviously that's what they're there to talk to you about. That's not, you know, there's a property, there's this, there's that. But ultimately they believe they're there to talk to you about a loan. So I would always say a quest, something along the lines of, well, what are you looking for in a loan? And we know, don't we, James? Amongst the things, and I've asked this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, and do you know what? The answer to this question never really changes from a basic three or four things. So if you ask somebody what they're looking for a loan in a loan, one of the things is always the lowest interest rate. Always. Of course. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you? Right? So you know somebody's going to answer the question with, oh, look, I'm looking for flexibility or, um, you know, uh, a loan that I can do X, Y, Z with oh, and the lowest rate. So that's always a trigger for me to say, okay, you mentioned lowest rate, so I just want to check with you. Do you actually understand how interest is calculated on a mortgage? And you know what? I I I've asked this question more than a thousand times. And do you know how many people I've asked it to that know the answer? Zero. I shouldn't have done a visual there, listeners. I'm putting a big zero up on the screen. Is the 99.999% of people do not know how interest is calculated on mortgages, right? So, and it's not even that important that they do know. What's important is you are killing stone dead the discussion around product and pricing. And you're also neutralising their mindset that is, oh, your role is an avenue to the best product. No, my role, and this is where we go to the next part of the <coughs> process, obviously, James. So this is a really powerful way to neutralise that, that mindset and take it in the direction you want it to go, which is you are an expert, an unrivaled expert, but your job is not to be a product provider. Your job is to be, you know, what we talk about next. Exactly, because a lot of people approach that conversation as, should I be using you as my third party to get me the best deal? Because that's what they're thinking. <clears throat> and you've just flipped it on the head and now they're looking at you like, oh, I'm, because uh, let's be frank, most customers or a lot of customers will sit in front of their mortgage broker probably thinking they know better. And that this person is just going to help me apply for the loan and push some paperwork. Like, you know, they'll, they'll have done their research. They've looked at those online deals. They come with their pieces of paper ready. Um, you know, a lot of people do. So this flips the tables and makes them look at you like, oh, they get 
they get put in their place, to be frank. Um, well, you're showing them and- that you know more than they know, right? It's really important, James, just to jump in. It's really the essence of this process is to show the client without boasting that you know a lot more than they know. So, you know, your role is not to be pushed around and, and competed with. You're just demonstrating that, hang on a tick, I know a lot more than you know. So, you know, you're not running this show, I am, right? Exactly. So you ask some basic questions that get them to think differently and challenge that they might not know the answer. So you ask them that question that you know they're not going to answer, they'll know the answer to. You obviously provide the answer. Now, the next step is, the next two steps are called the challenge and the expert. So, sorry, the standard and the expert. So the way this works is essentially the standard is setting the scene. And I like to think of this as here's the thing about dealing with banks or your everyday mortgage broker. What we're trying to do is actually position how most brokers and banks work. Now, it kind of sounds a little bit mean, but what we're really looking to do is discredit the competition in a nice way. Here's what most brokers do. This is how most brokers and banks work. They are taught to follow a process. They're taught to punch numbers into a laptop and you know, provide you with the best rate or deal. They're focused on just getting you that short-term outcome, which is a, which is a loan. You know, um, they sell your product and they move on. You know, most brokers don't have the skills and systems to be across your long-term best interests, right? And because that's the case, you don't really have anyone in your corner. It's transactional. And you might be missing future opportunities and not hitting your financial goals sooner. So by setting the standard, it's making them, it's educating them as to how the industry kind of works and how most brokers work. So that when you flip the tables and go, well, here's what we do. And this is where you transition into the expert. And you say, well, this is how everyone else works. Now here's what we do. Yep, we'll get you the best deal. That's, That's assumed. Plus, this is how we work with people long-term. You know, this is our client care process. This is our value proposition. This is what we're going to do with you every month or every, you know, indefinitely to help you reach your financial goals. So essentially, you're putting a promise out there that says, hey, you know, as your mortgage broker from this point on, I'm going to be looking after everything so that you don't have to. You don't have to worry about banks and better deals and rates and all that sort of stuff because I'm going to be across that from now on. And if you never ever need anything from this point on, I'm going to be your point of contact. Um, do you want to sort of uh, yeah. take over, Ash, and look, deconstruct a little bit that two-part sequence? Yeah, look, and it can be as complicated or as simple as you like. I mean, the, the way I, I used to approach this, and, and hopefully listeners can take away this insight and apply their own version of it, but... The way I used to set the scene was to actually openly tell prospects, look, you know, p- part of this is getting the best rate and the most suitable deal from an array of lenders. That's really important. But you know what? There's 10,000 brokers who can do that. You can probably do that yourself by pressing buttons on the computer, you know, um, online. So if that's what you want, I'm probably not the right person, right? Mm-hmm. So... I used to position it like that. Now, that takes a little bit of deftness, uh, deftness, right, to actually 
tell the client that if all they want is that one of 10,000 brokers, that's how I used to discredit the opposition, by the way, James, is <clears throat> never name names. This is just a collective statement that, hey, there's 10,000 brokers, you can all do that. Yes, I will do that. I will make sure that happens. But I do a lot more than that. And here's what that looks like. Now, at that, at that moment, you have neutralized the entire competitive marketplace. Because nobody, nobody can argue with that, right? And once you've gone through that process, the client is yours. And generally what used to happen is it, it, it I, w- I would look at the client and say, well, um, and they'd look at me and there'd be a little bit of this pregnant pause and it'd be almost, well, what do we do now? <laughs> I'd say, okay, yep. let's fill out the application and get started. Like it exactly. just neutralizes that entire process and takes it down the path that you wanted. So that's how I used to do it. And I, and listeners, you know, you might come up with a version of that for yourself, but I found it a very effective way to neutralize their mindset and the competition, but without speaking ill of competition, which I would never do. That doesn't benefit anybody. Yeah. But yeah. it is the truth. Like anyone can get them the best deal. Anyone has got access to 30 lenders. 10,000 brokers can do that. So, but I can do that too, but here's what's different about me. Bang! That's it. Exactly. That's the that's the secret to winning a client over any other broker or bank is to, you know, set the questioning up so that they look at you. Oh, this person knows more than me, and then you you know go through the standard and the expert so that here's how everybody else works. Here's how I work, and it well by the time you explain that, they're like, well, that's that's exactly what I want. I don't want that standard. I want what you just said. So when you make them a promise. You know, this is how everyone else works. Here's how I work. How does that sound to you? Does that sound like something you're looking for? Um, and, of course, people will be like, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yes, I'm looking for a good deal. But, yeah, I want to feel like someone's got my back. Finally, someone's actually just going to look after this so I don't have to worry about it anymore. So when you say, when we step into step four, which is the commitment, does this sound like something you're looking for? Yes. Great. Now, here's what we need to do. You're going to lead the way. You're going to control the situation and you're going to get things started. As Ash said before, great, let's fill out the application. Um, You know, that could be anything from getting started on the application through to just future pacing the next steps. Okay, great. Here's what we're going to do. One, two, three. Um, You know, essentially future pacing how the relationship's going to start. Um, You may even get them to sign some sort of commitment, uh, some sort of line in the sand. Uh, From this point, Ash, as soon as you've outlined how you're going to help them and you've asked for the commitment and they've said, yeah, that sounds fantastic, and then you say, okay, here's what we're going to do, bang, 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 bang. Uh, As long as you actually do those things and you follow through, um, that person is going to be a client for life. And there's obviously a little bit more nuance and ninja stuff we can do as part of this four-step process. We've got more scripting and more specifics in there uh, behind the curtain for our members. But that's essentially the four-step process, and it pretty much works every single time. Um, oh, and I think if every broker, yeah, yeah, it is. If every broker did this, uh, the industry would be, you know, would the level of professionalism and outcomes for clients would be even better and they're already pretty damn good. So I'd love to get more brokers doing this process, Ash. 
It's so true, James, and I think even like a, a natural sort of conclusion even to this discussion is, and, I, and I'm speaking to um, brokers out there that might listen to this that are going, you know what, I'm already good at that. You know, I already know how to do that. I already have a 100% success rate. Like, and a lot of really good brokers are. They're, once they're talking to somebody, they win the business 100% of the time. So I would say that's fantastic. What this is super important for for you is this is a methodology for you to build a team on how you train brokers, particularly newer to industry, but brokers generally as you build out a sales force to start to take the pressure off you being the only one who drives revenue in the business, right? And I think that the problem that I'm trying to point to here that this alleviates is a lot of really gun brokers try to recruit people that are, you know, that can just mimic them. The problem is you can't mimic individual personalities. You've got to give people a process, a structure, a methodology to follow. That's really important for more experienced brokers that are looking to transition and to build a, a proper business to build a team of loan writers or brokers who have a process to follow. The other yep. thing that I want to maybe um, sort of finish up in my mind is what you said before about this pivot point that this process takes you to in the client journey is so, so important. Yes, it wins you the business every time, but it also means the next step is so much easier. It's, I come up against this a lot. Like, oh, you know, I've got team members, but I'm uncomfortable sometimes with uh, the client. Are they going to not want to deal with us if they don't think they can get hold of me? That's quite common. But if you do it this way, once clients are at that point where you're moving to step four, that's when you go, well, here's how the rest of the process happens. And, and I've mm -hmm. never, ever seen a client who has a problem with that. This is a great way to then integrate your process with other team members. Your role in the process is here's the bit that I do. Here's the bit that everyone else does. It's a fantastic pathway into that. It's also a fantastic pathway into fee-for-service if that's what you want to do, right? Ooh. Some do, some, some don't, right? Definitely is. So I just want to double down before we wrap Ash on that first point because for the more experienced, those gun brokers that are looking to replicate themselves, we know what happens. We know what you're thinking, listeners, if you're a bit of a gun. What you do is you go, yeah, I already do that. I have a 100% success rate. Now, when you try and train somebody else to be like you, this is I know this is what's happening, Ash. What they do is they train them on the process. Like you sit down, this is the meeting, we get the fact find, we do the research, but they actually neglect all of the magic that they're doing. I think the top gun brokers don't actually realize they're probably following variations of this naturally. And that bit they don't systemize and train in other people. They just train the process of broking. They don't bottle and systemize the magic. So if you want to turn an everyday broker into a magician that can, you know, you know, like it's those brokers that can just walk the talk, that can sell ice to Eskimos. To scale that is almost impossible. You need another, you need another unicorn unless you've got a process like this to take anybody off the street that's a competent broker and turn them into a magician with the right questioning and positioning process. So I just wanted to double down on that because it's uh, there's some gold that. in that. Mm. I just love that so much. Like That is so valuable. If you don't take anything away other than that from this episode, this is a great tool for people that 
you want to put into loan writing or broking positions that aren't necessarily outgoing, gregarious people and they struggle with, oh, you know, how do I make the sale? You don't even have to make the sale. And this, it doesn't matter whether you're introverted, extroverted, quiet, talkative, experienced in lending, not experienced in lending. This process is applicable no matter what your personality or character traits may be. That's why it's such a valuable, you called it bottling the magic. Yeah. And that if you combine this with really good process, which obviously is important, then you've got a formula for culture, um, you know, that, that framework that fosters productivity and success and, and confidence in your team and your customers, this is the way to do it. You betcha. Uh, and listeners, you know, that we've sort of briefly gone through this uh, execution plan. This is one of the frameworks that we have in our mem- uh, that our members get access to. Uh, if you want access to stuff like this in full and dozens of things just like this that you can deploy in your business, then, you know, that go over and uh, have a look at, um, you know, working with us because uh, there's a lot of this stuff behind the scenes that can uh, shortcut your success. So uh, jump across and have a chat with us, look at what we've got. Um, there's a lot more to it. So, Ash, this has been fun to go through this uh, resource with our listeners and uh, I guess we'll see what we have in store for next week. But until then, Ash, have yourself a good week. Listeners, stay cool and uh, looking forward to next week. Yeah, great discussion. I hope everyone got some value out of that one, James. And, yeah, I'll see you next week. Sounds like a plan. All right, everybody. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember... Life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.